Smartcast. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's a brown looking kind of day. Okay, that's cool. Um, yeah. Why am I wearing hoops so nobody can see them? That's p- pain for no reason. Because mics and hoops are interesting. Oh, melange. Oh, <laughs> melange. Jesus Christ. Okay. I need more. We can talk about that on the show. This okay. is why. This is why I don't be talking to you before the show. <laughs> Kenya here. She had you figure. You know the rules. No talking before the show because we're gonna end up saying something funny that nobody caught. Perfect. Okay. Wait, All right. Can I see Kenya's? Okay, let's do it slowly, though. Okay, so the blue behind Kenya is perfect. Look at God. All right, let's, so look, let's That's very pretty. Look at. Let's do Lulu now. That's perfect. Shout out to everybody. Okay, and then you can put it back on moi. All right, so my camera is the one in the middle, and you guys know what your cameras are. Yes. Look at God. All right, and remember, no, no verbal thumbs up. Um. This is the top of the bourbon. I'm going to leave the, the bottle of bourbon closest to Lulu because I can already feel where this is going. Oh, Lord. Listen. We have a whole other show to do, Lulu. Oh. Okay. Yeah. That That's your ration for the entire rest of the time. Are you serious? Yeah, Lulu. We're doing two shows. It's only an hour. <laughs> I would have brought another bottle of alcohol. Okay. I'm not sure how much bourbon you need to drink in an hour. but <laughs> You know what, though? You're good with alcohol. I Lulu could literally drink like a gallon of alcohol and have like no issue. Kenya, this is your first time here. Are you? It, this is my first time. I'm here. happy for you. Question. Um. So it's only going to be. We're not going to ever see below. No. The chat. Okay. That's Good, great. I yeah. spilled some sandwich. Okay. You guys, seriously? (laughs) This is the glamour of the show. All right. (laughs) So I want to make sure. Did my laptop just die? What's going on? Um, is my laptop dead? What's what's happening? uh, Maybe just try to close the top. I'm gonna close the top. Who 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 needs electronics? (laughs) Um, yes, you yes use the power of your hands. I wish the audience could see right now how you guys are trying to lay hands on the laptop. Mm. There we go. The laptop's not dead. That means your hands work. Look at y'all. You guys are witches. <laughs> um, no, no, seriously, you guys are a little witchy. You guys, this episode's going to be fun. It's also going to be fast. Let's do it. Just remember, it's because there's three of us. We cannot ping, talk ping. over each other. Because my editor has told me how hard it is to cut when we're all kicking together. Um, I, have a quick, <laughs> I have a quick question. Mm-hmm. How was your weekend, honestly? It was good. Yeah, I had a good weekend. Really? Yeah, I had I had a, I had a really good weekend. Good. I had yeah. a, I had a great weekend, and I'm not sure why. Oh, 
Okay. Yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna get into that. We're gonna get into that. Hey guys, welcome to a, a Super Bowl, a special Super Bowl episode of Humanized. Today, instead of one guest, we have two. We have Kenya and Lulu. Kenya, we're gonna do an episode with you uh, where the audience is gonna get to know you one on one. But first, I wanted you to come in as a play cousin and drink and kiki with me and Lulu. So it's thank so you. special. I know. Damn. <laughs> so Thanks I so had, much. here's the thing that was so weird. I had a great weekend and I'm not sure why. Last night I got home and I was so happy I couldn't fall asleep. <laughs> oh my goodness. Has that ever happened to you guys? Never. Yeah. It's never <laughs> happened to you. Not one Come time. on. I could fall the asleep right now. The excitement. Okay, yes, but she said, has it ever? You know what I mean? Like, have you ever been? It's joy. I call it joy induced insomnia. Like, Mm. when I was like 12, waiting for Christmas. She said, before life was real. So, the show has just started, and Lulu has already called me unserious. That's fine. No, it was just my, my heart was just so full. I feel you, Blue. I was like that. I was like that during our project. Okay, good. See, when I should have been sleeping. Why could why can't I you could, be nice like Kenya? All right, so we're gonna get right into it because <laughs> today has been a day. Okay, one of you was driving me home because I'm, you know, I, the story I told you off, whatever. Yes. Yeah. Um, the first thing we were supposed to talk about was the Super Bowl. Okay. But actually, I want to go rogue for a quick second. I want to go halfway down the agenda because there's an item that I need to bring up for Lutasha. Ooh. Okay. Lulu, let me put the mic down because I'm about to start screaming on this one. <laughs> Lulu, when you were here last, we had an episode with you where you talked about how your friend of 17 years yes. um, asked you out on a date or whatever. Now y'all go to y'all go to that, get a, go together. Sorry. My real, mouth can't even bad. say it. Mm-hmm. I can't even say relationship anymore. My mouth is like, what was that? <laughs> Apparently, one of my guy friends saw that and was inspired. <gasps> really? Oh my god. Y'all, it was awkward. Okay. <laughs> it got awkward. I'm, I'm not gonna hold you. It got awkward. I can't in the be... DMs? In real no, life? No, in real life. IRL. Yeah. And, and it was a very sexy, sexy nighttime situation too. Oh really? To the point where I'm so slow that even I knew what was happening. I was like, no, this is clear. I'm I do not even let me just look at Kenny's right. face. So Let's just say that he's very tall because Lulu has made it a point to say that tall matters. It does. Kenya, do you believe that tall matters too? For me, it does. Mm-hmm. How tall are you? I'm about to say, babe. I'm 5'7". Mm, okay. Really? I'm 5'7". That's fair enough. You're 5'7". Yeah. Mm-hmm. Blue, how tall are you? 5'9". Oh. I Lulu's like a 6 feet 12. That's fine. Um, <laughs> so, so, tall matters. So okay. he is, he's tall. He makes good money. He's in the industry. He's attached to somebody that I can't think of. I say this celebrity's attached to everybody. So I don't know who I'm talking about. Um, I'm gonna know who you're talking about. I'm anyway. never telling you. He's chivalrous. Uh, he's kind. He has straight teeth. Here's the problem, though. <clears throat> I realize that I'm, I'm not actually looking for a relationship right now. Oh my god. Let me explain what? to y'all. No, let me explain to you. I told you guys. Do you we, have to though? Do you have to be looking for a relationship? I have spent Can you my just entire the no, 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 no. adoration. I'm not interested. Oh, okay. You're not interested in him or you're not interested, period? Let's just put it this way. This was the first Christmas in my entire adult life where I wasn't worried about somebody's son. Okay. Okay. I've never had a holiday season where I wasn't getting into, getting over, or trying to figure out some romantic bullshit. Okay. And this was the first holiday where it was just me having a good time with my friends and my family and no stress. Okay. And I didn't realize how much I needed that moment of selfishness. Yeah. I've never been selfish my entire life as far as romantic relationships are concerned. And so I think I've been more productive mm. being happily single as opposed to, because miserably single is a thing, right? Sure. But me being happily single is probably the most productive I've ever been. 
I know me right now. I need three more, about two or three more months of this, of like just being me. So what'd you tell him? I pretended like I didn't know what he was doing. Okay, so so here's the thing. Like he I, wasn't he wasn't direct enough for me to have to directly reject him. He dropped a very heavy hint. Okay, that I could have very heavily picked up or just yeah. let sit there. Had he been like, I like you, what's up? I could have been like, I could have told him what I told y'all. When you dropping hints, I don't have to be direct if you're not being direct. Instead, you was Ray Charles to the bullshit. I was like, oh no, what's happening? Oh no, you smell so good. Why are you so close? Oh my God. So many drinks. It's the moon. Oh my God, the stars. Okay. My Uber's outside. Okay, bye. <laughs> but friend, what's the longest you've ever waited on hold for something? In, in what way? Just in, just for something that you were anticipating, that you were like, I need to... A very long time. Okay, right. So yeah. then what makes you think that he wouldn't, you know what I mean? Well, let's see how I feel in two or three months when I'm ready to pay attention to him. Yeah, two or three months is really not that long. It's either. really not that long. So. The way never, time is flying, yeah. I don't know about y'all. I know, that's okay? true. But the way time is flying, we are at like... I don't want to... Is this evergreen? Is this <laughs> no, evergreen? this is evergreen? going out in like 72 hours. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> we are in the middle of February. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're in the middle of February. How did so. that happen? Because January was time. Like a drive-by. <laughs> January time felt passes. like it was trying to like do it a passes. slow boys and like boys to menace type of. It's, here's it's a lot. Here's the thing, right? Love is beautiful and love is kind. I'm about mm -hmm. to sound like I'm, I'm reading the scripture, and I cannot believe there's a version of Blue Toulousma that met a nice, attractive man who showed interest, who was not interested, and and that's foreign for me. Okay, that's what because, you call growth. It is growth because mm -hmm. you should never like. Oop, he might be the last tall, attractive <laughs> man with, with a good FICO score mm -hmm. in LA. Like the old man would have been like, I gotta jump on this. I was like, yeah. Eh, let's see if you if I still care when you. And also too, I'm not even gonna hold you. I don't like his face enough. Oof, face cards. Now we're getting to the he's nitty gritty. Not, he's, <laughs> you're so toxic. I love you, baby. <laughs> face cards matter. He's not ugly though. He's a sweet girl. It's just not my face. Like it's not the face that I want. You know what? I'm going to leave. Okay, this, this show has gone off the I'm rails. Gonna leave this, I'm going to leave. I'm just the last thing I'm going to say about face cards because this this show is popular and I'm not going to do it because I'm going to say it's called humanized. Be human, bitch. I, I am being human, okay? <laughs> but I'm going to say that face cards matter up to a certain point because we've all seen us all flip on face cards mattering. There's a couple people Absolutely. that y'all been drooling about in your favorite black publications. <laughs> She's talking about Jonathan I'm not Majors. talking. I didn't so say let's, his let's name. She's talking about Jonathan Major. I didn't say his name. I have a theory that he looks like um, the human form of turtle meat. Like, remember? No, I, 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 my no, name no, is no. Kenya Parm. Jonathan, my name is Kenya Parm, and I do no. not endorse this message. <laughs> don't endorse I think Jonathan's message. a sexy man. Sexy. My name is Kenya Parm, and I don't. Put the camera back on me. Kenya, <laughs> Kenya's being too, Kenya's a PR specialist, so she's doing that thing right no. now. Jonathan, you are a sexy man, and you know you are sexy. We're talking about face cards. Sexy and attractive are two very different things to me. As a face queen, I know this, right? Well, isn't sexy attractive or no? No, no, no. Pretty, like, handsome and sexy and pretty and sexy, which okay. is what happened in the attractive bucket, are, are different things. Sure. P perfect example. I think Beyonce is pretty. Mm -hmm. I think Rihanna is sexy. I think Rihanna's pretty, too. Sure. But if you had to pick one for <laughs> both of them, that's great. If you had to pick one for both of them, Rihanna could, like, literally have something happen to her right now where let's say her hair falls out, she's a shape of bald and something that's not considered like pretty by conventionally standards and she would still be sexy as well. Okay, so, okay, so I just want to be clear. So pretty to you is like mainstream. No. Conventionally pretty? No, your face, like pretty is like a, there's a, the, the it's, fault is, it's like it's just your face while sexy is an aura. Okay. 
There okay. are millions of girls who are much prettier than Rihanna. Okay. There are very few humans who are sexier than Rihanna. Her superpower Agreed. is her sexiness. On the other hand, Beyonce is very pretty, but she has done the most ratchet dances ever, and it never feels raunchy because there's a sexiness that's not there. Like there's a wholesomeness to her. Oh man, I don't know. Okay, I'd be mad this, as hell if somebody said that about me. I know. I'm not. Uh, you know, I meant what you I are said. entitled to your opinion. I love Beyonce. Beyonce pretty. Rihanna you sexy. Are I, I meant to what your I said. Opinion. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, you know, neither is a diss. Like we're not, think, like we, we don't need to be both. Not everybody has to be both. I believe in the sexy. and life, friend. I'm out here embracing my ends. <laughs> I believe in okay, telling the truth. Not my about ends and the ends and the ends. I don't think everybody is both, and I think everybody has one that they lean towards most more. But I think that's seasonal. If you look at the Kenya yeah. that I am now. In this season, are, are you more sexy or pretty? In this season that you're in I'm right sexy. Now? See? In this season. That I'm you... also a pretty ass mother. Okay. But, but that's the thing. Hang I'm on. asking about big arm, little arm. What's the big arm, friend? Okay. <laughs> but, I'm, but, I'm, but, but, the, but, but the difference is, is, uh-huh. because, is because in this season, I've made investments in myself, like you were talking about, right? I've made mm-hmm. investments in myself, and there is nothing sexier than a woman who invests in herself. Sounds like you just gave your answer twice. And, and then Lulu, what's your, what are, you, are you are you feeling sexier or prettier in this time of your life? I've always been sexier than pretty my See? whole life. And the reason why I think it's honest to be honest about the distinction is because there are people who pride themselves on pretty who don't want to be sexy. Sure. And there are people who pride themselves on sexy mm-hmm. who don't need to be pretty. Mm-hmm. And I think it's bullshit that we're acting like everything's the same thing. Like, mm-hmm. they're different. And, and there's sometimes who people who want to be sexy, who are sexy, who want to be pretty. And the people who, are, who are pretty who want to be sexy. sexy. Yeah, they want to I know so many girls thing. who are not both and who mm-hmm. may never be both. And I was like, how do we like tell the truth without and mind mm-hmm. you, they're both good. Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Neither one mm-hmm. is bad. Calling Rihanna sexy and Beyonce pretty are not bad things. Mm-hmm. But they're I'm sorry, we've seen Beyonce do some real and this is a air marker, guys. If you want to know if you are more sexy or more pretty, if you could be almost butt naked <laughs> on a horse and no one thinks it's raunchy, you're probably a very pretty girl. If you, no matter what you wear, people are trying to smash because there's something about you, you're probably a very sexy girl. And the beauty of knowing which way you lean, even if you think you're both, is that you know how to cultivate more of what you like and less of what you don't. Sure. I think distinction matters. So which, one, which one are you? Yeah, which Blue? one are you? Oh, shit. <laughs> Because I'm trying to... I think I'm cute. Clearly, a boy, a boy, a boy can pick think, it up. I think I'm cute. Nah, I think friend, I'm cute. I don't know if I agree with that. I, that's fine. I'm, I meant it. I meant it. I'm so sorry. Of the two, I, of, the of A queen, and B. I know so many ugly, sexy girls. I know a I lot of too. girls who... I could not call them pretty even if I wanted to, but they're sexy as shit, and I would hook them up with any of my guy friends. Okay. So so of pretty and sexy, you chose cute. I'm cute. <laughs> is that like host privileges? Yeah. Like, is that like... <laughs> I, I chose IQ because I have to come back every week. Y'all are guests. <laughs> Y'all can leave and come back and dip and oh. get hate mail and whatever. And so it's so interesting that everybody at the thing said sexy. I feel, yeah, I, you said, you definitely, Lulu's, look at Lulu's face. Lulu's like, I like this. I don't mind being the sexy one. I don't, but sometimes it, it it's like a thing like where I'm not even trying to be sexy and mm-hmm. then like mm-hmm. still people are thinking about sex. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And I'm like, ding, 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 ding. You can't even be like nice to people or people think you're a lesbian. Yeah. Like, yeah. just like. That's real. I mean, I've, I've, my body type, I've been over-sexualized my entire life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But it was different, right? And because of that, I leaned more towards the pretty, yeah. right? 
mm-hmm. for that because I thought there was something I could do. You see what she just she just made my point after disagreeing with it. <laughs> Go ahead, Kenya. Talk again how you made a distinction between one you know, and the, the point of discourse is to inspire. Okay, God. The point of discourse. I love when and I'm the just people... grateful that the Humanized Podcast has enlightened me in such a way. No, there's beauty in knowing which one you're giving you know off. I mean? And there have been times where I felt very pretty and I was like, I don't feel sexy right now. Right, and I'm but, like, but I'm I think like, it's I'm a like, form of capital I'm, that we I'm leverage. Like, yeah, I'm like, these sure. people are giving all the time. And then the people who, let me say the thing, I think sexy to me is more democratic. What do you mean? I think I agree with that because even I, if the world would never see you as pretty, you always have an opportunity to be sexy. That's true. I agree with that because how many times have we seen uh, people's 100 uh, uh, most sexiest man or woman uh, alive and been like, for real? <laughs> so this brings me back. It to is my, absolutely democratic. My original point, Jonathan Majors, he's sexy. And so there have been folks who have had debates about, oh, his face got a lot of character. And what I'm saying is just don't, you're trying to make him handsome and he's not conventionally handsome, but he will always be sexy. Even though he reminds me of the Ninja Turtles um, from the movie, the live action movie in the nineties. Listen, Jonathan. <laughs> Splinter. I look, here's the thing. Jonathan might, might actually laugh. I'm, I'm not, I'm not even his type. Pause. Do you have, what does his I type? Do? No, 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 I'm, I'm saying he would not, I'm not the demographic that he's trying to make, find him attractive. So. You don't know that? Oh. Back to this man. No, we, no, we could, <laughs> Back to this man. Oh what, yeah. What did he? What would so, he say? He is about me or about himself. Yeah. About, what did he? What you? did he say? I can't say that because clearly he watched the show and was inspired by Lulu. Which, if I give any details, he's gonna know I'm talking about him. He don't know as far as, anyway. As far as he knows, there's many men who who. Which, <laughs> she said many, many men, <laughs> many, many, many men, <laughs> or women, or people. You know, you know what I mean? Look, I'm pansexual. So let's okay. Now that we, this we're talking about sexy. Let's talk yeah. about the queen of sexy, the patron state of my home. If you come to my house, there's a big old candle of her yes. dressed like Mary, Mary or Jesus or somebody. <laughs> um, uh, Rihanna. Mm-hmm. Rihanna last night did a thing. She did a thing, guys. Indeed. So we were all in the house or at the pub or at the party (laughs) watching her do her her halftime show, Mm -hmm. um, which is weird because I felt like I I was watching a Rihanna show and waiting for the Super Bowl to get out her way. Um, And we're going to talk about the Super Bowl in a second because I do have thoughts about the Super Bowl. And you guys are very sporty, so I know I kind of have to do it for (laughs) y'all. When she came on the All Red, the minute I saw the belt hoisted under the belly, I knew she was pregnant. Only because, mm-hmm. as a plus size woman, I'm not accentuating my stomach for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna say, "Hey, look at my fupa," unless I'm, I had there's a baby in it. You know what I mean? And so there was a debate in the room. I hit up Jason Lee. Shout out Jason, because I was like, Jason, you're like down the hall from her at the Super Bowl right now. Is this an announcement? Of course, Jason, because he loves Rihanna, and said, "You know damn well I can't answer that question, boo." <laughs> he asked me in like three seconds, <laughs> and then the internet quickly told me afterwards, "Yes, she is pregnant." Right. I have feelings around the performance, but I don't want to taint you guys. So we're gonna go with Kenya first. She's our guest, and everybody knows Lulu already. Kenya, what were your honest thoughts about the Super Bowl performance? Okay. Uh, (laughs) I was ready. I was ready. Uh, Production value, I think, was top tier. Okay. Uh, Production value. Um, As a black woman, I particularly appreciated um, just the way she flexed her agency with it. Yes, free agency. I I really enjoyed that. Um, Super Bowl halftime shows are to be entertaining. Yeah. It's a performance to entertain, right? Yeah. Um, and it is also about viewership. 
let's be clear, right? Mm-hmm. That's currency. There's oh, all those commercials made that clear. Right. You know, they charge in 10 mil for 30 seconds, right? Mm-hmm. And we're going to get to some of those commercials in a second too. But, you know, they. it's about viewership. It's about ratings. It's about entertainment. And mm-hmm. I think tens across the board for her in that venue. As a Rihanna stan, uh-huh. as somebody who has been eager and excited to see her and re- receive her in however which way she wants to show up, to be honest with we'll you. We'll take whatever we get, we Rihanna. We will take whatever um, You know, of we course, I, I, I have, there's never been a time where I have seen Rihanna perform and I have not been like, oh, more. You know what I mean? I'm uh-huh. always I'm always like, please, more. Right? <laughs> um, but it was giving, you know, I made a Billy first, right? The whole performance. Mm-hmm. I was the first one to a Billy. Uh, out of the squad and it also uh, first woman to a Billy out of the squad and it also gave um, you know I am uh, you might have discovered me via music but music is not how you're going to remember me when she pulled that powder puff out I was like this lady <laughs> has just confirmed with her baby belly and her products that she's never again doing music right no she's I'm just going to make babies and billions and screw music everybody music is how else. you met me but it's not going to be how you remember me and I respect that I had a great time I was bobbing on my couch having a great time i she got hits the production the drones can we talk about the drones <laughs> the angles yeah. you know me in the production can we talk about I, the little sperm cells was that what, what she was doing because i felt like the dancers were dressed like sperm cells <laughs> it was and she was the egg arms. you talked about this no no i'm talking about the white the, the white the, the white the dancers when i realized that she was pregnant i was like she's like dressed like an egg <laughs> and they're like little white sperm cells nobody else saw that but me okay i had, I had an edible so before I did, the show i did see that somebody like posted something yeah like they that. did really yeah. i haven't seen that yeah i'm so happy the internet without me seeing or already agrees with me because I was like, am yeah, I going to be controversial right now? No, they, they look like sperm cells running towards Rihanna. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Cut to cut it's to me. ASAP. Yeah, it's send, send me the memed. meme, Lulu. What did you think about the performance? And you can be honest here; we're not going to judge you. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott, or go full '90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for a garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch, find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. I, I mean, I love Rihanna. I feel like for the most part, she can do no wrong. I thought she looked beautiful. I agree. Mm-hmm. Like the production quality was amazing. I thought as far as a Super Bowl performance is concerned, it was a little... Um, low energy she's in her second trimester which is fair i think think it's so weird that people wanted somebody in their second trimester to pop a wheelie and but like she's in her second trimester but again i feel like she it's fine like you know what i'm saying like i i was entertained like you said i was thoroughly entertained and so i'm like you know sure good and she didn't take bring out any people which i thought was cool i'm gonna get she did bring out people she had a special guest in her stomach i i (laughs) Here's my opinion. I'm going to be honest with y'all. I don't like all Rihanna's performances. I've seen several that I thought were lackluster, mm-hmm. but this wasn't one of them. Have you ever seen her in concert? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So I'm not going to, I'm going to stand, but I'm also, you know, compulsively whatever I am. Mm-hmm. I don't like all her all her stuff on default. Yeah. So I purely liked it because I actually liked it, not because I think she's always great. Because there was a time in the beginning where she was still figuring out how to, like she wanted to dance or just sing. Mm-hmm. And there was some awkward performances. And then as she's gotten older, to your point about the free agency, 
And this whole sexy conversation we had, the more mm-hmm. sexy she feels in her body, the more comfortable she is in her skin, the better her performance is, whether she dances or not. I agree. The with better that. you show yeah. up in life in yeah. general. Yeah. I agree. In with the that beginning, too. they were trying to make her be a dancer, and it wasn't. She she could do a bop now, but in the beginning, it was a little awkward for her because Beyonce and then were doing acrobatics. And I feel like Rihanna is like the type where she can dance like if she's in a party like in a basement or something like that. Like she's a, a bashment party dancer. Yeah. Yeah. But that was like the choreo, choreo Paris gave us. Paris gave us that choreo. Shout out to Paris. I love a good <laughs> full body girl who can who can drop it Come and pick on. it back up. <laughs> and whine it. Whine I love it. it. Paris made me feel like I should have been on that stage. <laughs> but see, but that's the matter. Y'all have a sip because this, this conversation tastes different when you drink. Okay. Lulu, you, 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 you sipped before we even started. So I you, know. That's why I was <laughs> She got I, a hand slap. <laughs> she said right. pop sip in that drink. Oh, oh this, this, is, this is beautifully uh, tasting. Hold on. Mm. Mm. What is this? Red Bull and, and bourbon? Okay. Guys, we're going to be toasting to um, sexy bitches. Sexy bitches. To being sexy bitches. Salute. Salute. For those Salud of you who are hearing us on Spotify, Apple, whatever else, and um, you, what, you know how we do this. We always have to gulp or slurp or something. This is an ASMR podcast, apparently. <laughs> wow, Kenya, you're really good at that. They're going to actually come back. You know, <laughs> I'm just trying to please the people. <laughs> I, I, I was telling them earlier how the viewers um, don't comment as much under the videos, but will flood my DMs like they think we're having a personal one-on-one conversation. <laughs> You hey, engage with the people. Hey guys, the comments section is where comments go. What I don't need is a hundred requests after every episode from strangers wanting to have a conversation with me about the topics. <laughs> I love that I come up that approachable, but I don't need that. Yeah, that's that's that's, that's good engagement numbers though. It I'd is. rather have the engagement in public than have it in my DMs where I'm Just not reading. Capture them. the data and do something else with it. You know Maybe I mean? I'll capture the data. Now Ooh. we talked about the 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 show and her special guest in her belly. Mm-hmm. And I got emotional last night when it hit me about the Andre Leon Talley thing. Mm. And for those of you who haven't been um, w- watching the internet or who went to bed after the show was over, Andre Leon Talley is known for his caftans and his big coats. And she actually wore one of his pieces that, that's going to be featured in an exhibit about him because I think Bevy posted about it. Mm-hmm. She wore it actually during the performance and they were very close. And I felt like when Andre passed away, he had such a huge impact yeah. on fashion I was stunned by almost the deafening silence when mm-hmm. he passed. Like, the, there was no epic tributes. There was right, no, yeah. n- there was nothing to speak yeah. to his legacy. And it it freaked me out that someone could do everything that you're meant to do to have a legacy and have it be so quiet or defamatory on yeah. the other hand. Because they were either talking about how he couldn't pay his rent or they said nothing. Yeah. And so... I actually felt kind of moved that Rihanna was writing that by saying, no, this is my friend and I loved him and he had an impact. And you look at these fashions, right? So it brings me to the question of what do you think your legacy will be through your friends when you're no longer here? Because when you think about mm-hmm. it, there's an old saying that as long as people remember you, you are, you're always alive. Yeah. So you die two deaths. You die a death when you pass away and you die second death the last time you're ever mentioned. Mm-hmm. So like, what do you guys think you're like? I'll start with you first, Lulu, because you look at me like, oh, snap. Lulu has about 17 brothers and sisters who are all taller than her. <laughs> oh, my goodness. At 5'10", she's the shortest person in her family. I am the shortest. Wow. I know. <laughs> so aside from your 17 siblings. <laughs> only three of us i mean there's four there's three of them lulu has three like that are blood but then she has like a bunch of cousins and stuff i do what do you think your legacy is going to be um, what would you like it to be I, I mean i would like it to be that i was i was here for a good time oh 
<laughs> that I was always. Wait a minute. Nobody like, and obviously not a long time. <laughs> not a long time either. Like, cause I, I always want to bring like a lightness to, you yeah, know, the people yeah. into an environment and stuff like that. And like, I made people feel good and like, I love to laugh and. Hopefully... Your laugh was heavily mentioned in the DMs. <laughs> They're like, oh, we love Lulu's laugh. So clearly that's your that's your signature friend. It's a thing. I have a friend who's like, every time, like if I'm at a party or something and he's like, I'm trying to figure out where it is. Like, he was like, I just listen for you laughing. And I'm like, oh, it's Aww. over there. So, and it's sincere um, laughter too. It, it, I really think it's funny. One time I was dating this guy and he was like, it's, it's, it's not that funny. And I was like, it is. If you could see like the picture that I have in my head. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be laughing like me too. <laughs> she just laughed halfway through her own reminiscence. <laughs> Did you say that you couldn't date somebody one time because he didn't find your jokes funny? And yeah. Who is going to be laughing by themselves? You would not laugh by yourself. I laugh, I laugh at people by myself all the time. But you <laughs> that could be mean though. If Bay, if Bay didn't <laughs> laugh at your jokes. Oh no, Bay, yeah. No, you gotta laugh. Right. I'm pulling a rabbit out my she head. Said, I'm dancing. hilarious. Tap dancing and he just sitting there like. I once tried to date somebody who didn't like art. I was like, I'm, a, I'm, I'm all creative, so like we're not meant to be together. <laughs> yeah. How about you? What do you want your, your legacy to be? Well, legacy is a really important word for me, friend. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you know this, but I, I wear this. I wear legacy around my neck, literally. Oh, let's go, Kismet! For the right. show us to the camera. Perfect. Look at how pretty that looks. It's <laughs> that legacy. Let me, my, let me find my angles. There it is. There it is. <laughs> I had a friend one time who got pregnant a lot. Her first kid was called. <laughs> no, this is going somewhere. I promise. The bourbon has just hit, guys. The bourbon's in the building. <laughs> got pregnant a lot. Her first baby was called Premier because it was the first one. Her second baby was called Deja, as in Deja Vu because it was the second one. And the last one was called Legacy because she, she got her tubes tied. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I just want, wow. Look, really? Look, shout out to the black community and, and the colorful ways in which we name our, we children. Name our children. So no. Legacy is a big deal for you. Legacy is a huge deal for me. Uh, I've got the, the my firm, my company's name is The Legacy Firm. Shut them out. Really? Yeah. So Kenya is a big deal, guys. Yeah. In Kenya's episode, we're going to talk about what a big deal she is. And Lulu, are you going to stay for that one? Sure. Oh, so my goodness. Fun. That's All fun. Right. So no, Legacy means everything to me. What I would love to be known for is somebody who lifted as she climbed. Um, and that I'm a nation builder. I love that. And if that is all they said, I'd be pleased with that. Kenya has a press release apparently, and I love it. I, I love how polished. I know, seriously, it's true. Though. I love how Lulu's like. I'm has here for a good been, time. Has that not been how I show up? Though? It is, but Lulu's like, I'm here for a good time. I'm here for and a good Kenya's time. Kenya's like, is that how I show up? <laughs> yes. Like, Kenya's <laughs> like, <laughs> Kenya's like, per my manifesto, my life right. is going be. <laughs> it's great though. It's good. I, I love. Mean, I'm oh, clear no, about I'm, my mission. I'm gonna have you both back at the same time often because this is a great juxtaposition. I, I really am. <laughs> <laughs> it gets it, it goes from the craziest Lulu. That's you. La, la, la. Uh huh. You know? And then and then and then it gets real polished. And I'm somewhere in the, in the middle where I'm slightly I'm not all buttoned up blue. Of course not. You know we about to turn up. And I'm just clear. If you ask me questions that resonate ready, with my babe? being and how I identify, I'm very very clear. Just as is Lulu. As I oh, Lulu was very clear. My life you know? is simple. I want to be the person who made emotional intelligence sexy. Okay. And you know what? I want I wanted to I wanted Doing to be seen it. as fun yeah. and sexy to be emotionally intelligent. And I think that's why I'm intentionally goofy. Yeah. I think that's why I show my problematic sides. I think that's why I'm so uncensored because everybody thinks that if you are a coach or if you are healthy, healthy means boring. Yeah. I'm having more fun than happy, you toxic motherfucker. Like so <laughs> like I want to show that you can be healthy and yeah. still be like having a great goddamn time. Well, I think that that means that you look at life through a lens that is 
informed yeah. by what yeah. you are experiencing. How many times do people have a misaligned lens? You know what I mean? So I mean, people not even know what a lens is, and they're just walking around bumping into walls. Truly. That's it. You know who wasn't bumping into walls, though? ASAP Rocky, when he put that second baby in Rihanna. Like that segue? Um, so right now, I want to talk about the friend zone, guys. Ooh. I mean, you know, they did their thing. No, well, uh, people in LA talk. Breaking news, it, since this is going out, breaking news, it's saying, now there's some conflicting reports on numbers now, okay? So mm -hmm. before this Super Bowl, Katy Perry held the record for the most views ever that, seen. That feels like white supremacy, but continue. It does, right? Yeah, it does. Okay. So Fox, which I don't quote often. Tomato, right? tomato, but continue. Fox quoted that Rihanna has surpassed Katy Perry and that this was the most watched Super Bowl halftime show ever and the most watched Super Bowl ever and five million more people watched the halftime show than watched the game, Ooh. which also says something. By the way, Katy Perry is Rihanna's former best friend, so that's awkward. That really? your, your bestie who stopped talking to you <laughs> done took your record. They seem like a very odd pair. Oh no, if you if you Google Katy Perry and Rihanna back in like the 2000s, Googling right th now. Yeah, thieves. I was about to say, were they on the same label? The fuck? Think it's thieves. Here's the thing about being the oldest person in the room all the time is I be remembering stuff that y'all was still in like high school when it happened, but like no, they were <laughs> thick as thieves, and then they suddenly just stopped being friends. I'm not gonna speculate on why. Dude. And and you know what's so funny about you saying that is I was thinking about friendship because I was segueing to the fact that ASAP Rocky was in the crowd like a proud papa. Oh my God. Did you all so see this, his custom jacket? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, how could we not? How Super could we? Great. He made sure that we all saw it. But my question is Super great. Lulu talked about how her man waited 17 years. ASAP, even though I know he wasn't sitting around being celibate like a nun, he waited a good amount of years before he got his chance to like, uh -huh. hey friend, I know it's a pandemic. Can I take you? You know what I mean? Like, mm -hmm. it took him right. a while. Mm -hmm. Would you, if you fell for someone and you really cared about them, how long would you be willing to wait for them to be ready for you? That's is this a, are you are you is this going to inform your decisions over the next three months? <laughs> oh, no, I'm the one who's getting waited on, so I'm minding my goddamn business. <laughs> I'm the one who's getting no. But how long would you wait for somebody that you really were like, you can't see it now because you're in the thick of it, into the thick of it? I <laughs> but mean, I'm as long as you. as long as it's aligned with what I want to do, I don't. Oh, find, we need, I don't we find numbers, myself. Friend. We got eggs. You need I don't numbers. Find, well, <laughs> it, it depends on where I am. If I'm in the middle of a pandemic and I don't know when that mess is going to end, you probably have more time. Right now, how long would you wait for somebody if you were really convinced this was your person? Wait. Mm -hmm. I will wait for you. <laughs> Months? That, that means less than a year. So can you Less answer? than a year. Less than a year. How long would you wait? Like wait? Like on ice? Yo, like... you sound upset, friend. <laughs> not <laughs> because. No, ASAP was still smashing and living his life while he was waiting on her. Like it was like, like you're in a cage Okay, somewhere. so waiting is relative. Waiting means like I'm going to do what I do, but I know you're circling back to me before I completely give up on you. Oh, well, you know we live in then. You so know, more than months. I, I'm trying to get where I'm trying to go in like a year. So she's still within the year. Um, so I'm still <laughs> I love there. how when Kenya reiterates, she's like, no, same answer. Let me verify. That means you miss that shit. That means I mean that it. Mean, you mean shit. How about I you? Mean it. Oh, Lord, Lulu. Lulu is a flight risk. So, so <laughs> Lulu, how long would you wait? How many hours? <laughs> days? I'll wait 68 seconds. No. <laughs> She's not joking. I'm just kidding. No, I feel like the dynamic is different for women. Uh -huh. Absolutely. So I don't really see 
myself waiting at all. Told you. Yeah, like I probably. I thought minutes and I was being nice. that's what I'm saying. Waiting, waiting. What does that, does that mean? I'm, I'm no, going no. to force myself from no, not advancing another relationship Nobody said I that. I that said you're... living your life but still knowing that I have you earmarked because I feel like you're going to circle back to me because you're my person. Lulu's okay. like, we ain't, doing, we ain't even doing Listen, that. Listen, I'm the daughter of a psychologist. The key to mental health is having options and choices. Yeah. Okay. I agree. So okay. my answer is um, I've already, my waiting years are over. My waiting is, I've, I've had moments where I have waited for folks and still lived a beautiful, lush life. Yeah. And then they did circle back and the shit wasn't worth it. So, mm-hmm. my, funny enough, I would have waited years previously. Um, I would have waited months up until last year. Mm-hmm. When I tell you I'm not waiting for shit, you got to catch me. Yeah, I feel, I feel I'm, I'm in my way. catch me if you can years right now. But I think that, Kenya, you probably have the most balanced and relatable answer because most people, I'm not waiting at all because. I've waited too long. I've gone to the other extreme, right? She's not waiting because she keep her head on the swivel. I love my friend. Mm-hmm. Um, but like you have probably have the most ba- balanced answer because I think sometimes not everybody knows who their person is at the same time. Yeah, that's the, that's really the yeah. key. There's, and, a, there's and, a whole book called In the Meantime by Alan Vizada about what happens when, yes. you, when you have a vision, but the yep. vision hasn't had you yet and there's yep. a, a space in between. So it's beautiful that you have the grace for the In the Meantime. Well, I just mine is dead. I'm just always willing to acknowledge <laughs> what I know and what I don't know. Yeah. Right? I'm always willing to do that. At any, I make plans. God has other plans. You know, I just posted the other day about how mm-hmm. you know holding on to the visions that we have for ourselves while acknowledging that the plans that we made didn't actualize in the time that we thought they were going to yeah. is a hell of a faith walk. I'm writing everything in pencil. <laughs> It's a hell of a faith walk. I I'm, I I can't. Get, I don't think past the month. I used to live in the future. Mm-hmm. Now I don't even try to think past the week. I'm like, look, I can make some light evergreen plans, but I'm not a married to anything that's too far out because I Me I want to stay in the moment. Mm. So we think that it's a beautiful thing that ASAP, you know, let himself grow up and be the man that she needed when she was ready for him. It, I, and again, I think it's different for men. Like I feel like he I was do. like, I'm, I I want to be with Rihanna. So. When she's ready, yeah, that's I got to make her billion. He has no, to be ready. And he has no ex to expire. Yeah. So you, you peep how the minute she chose him, she was like, look, I got about half a dozen left. Let's fertilize there these things. Is. And also, like, I think it's the same thing with my my current man. And, and now, like, he watched me act a fool for, like, 18 years. <laughs> he <And> did. So- <laughs> yeah, that's a lot. Only that's like, a man shit. Yeah, he watched me act a fool. And he was like, all right. Like, and me going through everything that I went through, like, if he would have tried to get at me, like, probably... 10, maybe even 15 years ago, I'd be like, mm, he yeah. waited for you to be ready for love. Does he throw that? Does he th- does he bring that up to you? Not does he be all. like, you? Dude, that's a woman shit. Like, we've been socialized to be the ones who be like, and hey, you made me wait. <laughs> you know that <laughs> And you, this mother sucker. Made, like, it, like, it'd be like, if a woman waited that long and she was late for dinner. Oh, you're never hearing that. She'd be like, you're, <laughs> like, you're an hour late. You're 18 years late. Like, it's, the, it's the ultimate. <laughs> like, we would not the have ultimate, ultimate Trump, Trump card. card. <laughs> Men have so Trump much card. more grace for certain things. For we sure. And we don't give them credit. Yeah, absolutely. Certain things. I chose my words for anything. <laughs> Men have... Another thing too about men, like look at Diddy, and I, I'm not gonna speak ill of Diddy because I want to go to one of his parties. But like, <laughs> he, he had a baby on Carisha, no big deal, and then got upset when she was flirting with G Herbo. I was like, she's flirting. You sired a and they arrangement. <laughs> no, it's, but I'm just saying, but that just shows you that men have their own hypocrisies about. For sure. I'm gonna put a baby Fragilities? in her, but you, but you can't be talking to him too close. Fragilities. Fragilities is a great word. But I feel like he was faking. Like he was. Like, oh, absolutely. You know he was faking. They, they, like, they, they, but he was faking something that happened in real life, though. 
Like mm-hmm. men, men actually do that. No, movie. men he, do He do can that. fake it because it was real. Yeah, he can right? fake it. Yeah. Like yeah. there's truth in comedy. The man in the shade room didn't know he was faking. They're like, here, brother, tell her to sit down. I'm like, bro, he just had a baby. You all need to sit down. Speaking of sitting down. This is also the first year. Oh my God, I don't even recognize myself. I forgot it was Valentine's Day until this morning. Like tomorrow is Valentine's tomorrow Day. Is Valentine's and I Day. forgot yeah. until this morning when somebody said, What are you doing for Valentine's Day? I was like, Oh shit, that's tomorrow. <laughs> the old me would already be like queuing up waiting to excel in January, <laughs> wondering if the person that I, I was I was supposed to be with was, was gonna do right by me. So I, I love this for me, guys. The person that you had in your mind that you was waiting for? No, the, per- the person I was either with, wondering with? if the person I'm with was going to do okay. right by me, or the person who I broke up with was going to circle back. Circle like, back. I love this whole circle no drama, back. like no... It's peaceful over here. I love this for Isn't me. Isn't it good? Yeah. I would have done this a long time ago if I knew this is what it looked like on, on this on. side of the fence. So my question is, what are you guys doing for Valentine's Day? Ooh, not the pregnant pause. You in a relationship, bitch. You better go first. I'm actually not doing shit because oh. he... No, no, no. The pressure's off me and you can't... It's like, I'm not doing shit. I'm not because he lives um, far from me. Uh-huh. So, and he works really early on Wednesday. He was going to come out and I was like, that's... I mean, why? Like, it's... We went out on Saturday. We went to dinner. Like, we'll hang out this weekend. It doesn't have to be on the Can day. Can I just say that if a woman waited 18 years and the person she waited on was like, why we got to do it on the actual day? She would blow up his car. Like I love, <laughs> I love the amount of grace this man has. He has so much. He's so patient. Jesus Christ, a patient man is sexy. It's very a patient sexy. man is sexy as hell. A patient man is sexy. A, sexy, very a, sexy. a patient man. This is a, a life hack, man. If you are patient and mm. actually mean it, you're more likely to get blow, oh blow my job. God. Yeah. Yep. All the things. I once gave somebody a blowjob that I was not expecting because I was just so impressed like, by <laughs> his patient. maturity. I was like, here's so the thing. I think, I think if men... So give me your hair tie. <laughs> so mature. I think all your male listeners right now need to be really taking notes because oh, you dropped so many gems on the currency exchange. See, that's the problem. Yeah. Men, I think, come to come to the table expecting that what they value is universally applicable because society generally society rewards yeah. masculinity mm-hmm. and sure. masculine structures. Yeah. But I had a, I had a, I had my first super hyper masculine cis hetero man on um an episode that we taped uh, recently. Okay. It's, it's gonna be coming out at the end of the month. Like when I tell you the minute he walks into the room, you can tell he's from the block. <laughs> oh. Okay, beef and broccoli, Tim, super New York, like let's go. from the block, all right? Like that like he's a real nigga. Like, like he should have been in Wu Tang, right? Like let's go. But then when he's with his girl. Season three is coming out. I'm really excited about that. I just have to say it. Plug. When he's with his girl, he wakes up in the morning to cook her breakfast. As as and he we were should. talking. Yeah. And she was like, she was in the other room doing something, her makeup or something. We were talking and she came out, he's like, Okay, it was fun talking to you, but my my, my girlfriend's here now. I gotta go. And then he ran over like, baby, I love you. And I was like, Precious. I was like, but you a nigga from the block. What just happened? Academy. But Listen, I, but you know. and then my friend Serena, shout out to Serena, she sent me a link today about a video that says that when men are truly in love, they soft their testosterone levels actually drop. Really? Yeah. And they get a little bit stupider because they're so in love. <laughs> well, we get stupider, so it's only fair. Yeah. yeah. So my fair. thing is, no, we get stupider when we're digmatized. That's a different uh, kind of stupid. I think love, too. I think love. I, th- I, I, think, I, think I don't love, think love makes, I think attachment makes us stupid. I think love has a stronger hold on us than the dick. Yeah. I've actually never I been really digmatized. Do. I, ha- I have a controversial and unpopular opinion. What is that? You? Controversial? <laughs> right. And unpopular? Surprise. Opinions? <laughs> what? First of all, I'm very popular. Fringe? You? No, I know. <laughs> Here's my opinion. I think a lot of things that people call love, particularly women, are attachment 
and um, status symbols. Mm -hmm. And I know a lot of women in particular who were loyal to men, not because the men were good to them or they're they're equally yoked or a good partner, but because they wanted to have a man to prove that they were lovable and because they invested so much in nurturing him that they didn't want another bitch Mm -hmm. to get the, the, the spoils of their work. Yeah. And so for me, that's not love. That's attachment. Yeah. But I think actual love, I think we actually get very smart when we're in love. Really? I think when a woman is in healthy love, she acts more like Lulu, like, I'm going to be discerning. We, we ain't got to do this. I think we actually become more logical when we're in healthy love. But when we're in a love that is a symbol that we have to show off for the gram or for our families, or we're in a love that is attachment, like we don't want another girl to get him, mm-hmm. that's when we get stupid. But to me, that's not love. That's attachment. So I, I think love actually makes us a little bit wiser. Is love not subject? I mean, love is love. Love is both subjective and objective, right? Yes, but I think there's some universal laws of love. Let me just put it this way: I do lots of tarot readings and okay. spiritual readings. Ninety percent of the people who come to me for heartbreak don't have broken hearts; they have bruised egos. Ooh. Oh, I think that's for sure. That's, so that's okay. why I'm saying yep. what a lot of women are yep. socialized to call love is tethered to what society tells us that love means about our value. Like, perfect example, if I do something amazing and my husband is on some fuck shit, the, the tabloids would want to talk about, Blue says she's smart, but she with this dummy. But men could have the dumbest girlfriend and it yeah. never comes up as far as their worth. Yeah. Our worth is always tethered to our partnerships, Agreed. even when we're badass bitches. Agreed. So subconsciously, we sometimes think we're in love, but we're actually, our egos are investing because the optics are going to look bad if this mm-hmm. ends up being a bad investment. Mm-hmm. So I think that women in love a lot of times are actually women who are attached because society has made us attached so that we don't look stupid. But if that is the love that you've only known, right? If attachment exactly. is love to, if the way in which you have been a love, you have been loved mm-hmm. is via attachment. That means right? you, you've never had love. Along. Well, but that is, but that's why I mean about subjective versus objective. Yeah. Because if if I am enacting, if I'm practicing love as it was practiced, or as I received it, right, then I'm enacting the closest thing to love that I know, or what you think was or love, think right, love, or what yeah. I thought. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I, th- I think that you sincerely thinking something inaccurate doesn't make it any less inaccurate, but but, but, but it's still valid. You can be inaccurate and still be valid. Okay. So you could have your ego bruised and think it's a heartache, and the pain was valid. And then you fall in love for real in a way that's healthy. And you're like, oh, my bad. That was turkey bacon. <laughs> All I'm saying is yeah, that, oh, my bad. <laughs> that wasn't what I thought sister it was. who dreams of having a ASAP poppy at the bottom of the stage. <laughs> I will wait with, for with you. The camera, with the camera phone out and yes. a custom leather jacket. <laughs> that is love. Looking hype as hell, rooting on. Yeah. I pray that comes to you in this next year. Sis, <laughs> I do, too. And the I thing really is, do. too. So the women who are watching who were triggered because I just accidentally described your relationship. Oop. Yikes. Humanize. <laughs> I need you to know that a lot of times when we say we want to be loyal, we just yeah. don't want to admit that we invested in the wrong thing. I think loyalty mm. is a lie a lot of times. I think when people say loyalty, they weaponize that word. They don't want to admit that they misinvested. And I'm saying that dragging myself. Sure. I was in a situation for 10 years. I was like, yo, I'm loyal to a fault. And, I, mm. and then I went on the other side of therapy, realized I just didn't want to admit my friends and family were right. Mm. I didn't want to admit that I picked the wrong person. Mm. I wanted to think that my love could cure him and change him and make him better and X, Y, and Z. And the whole time it was my ego not wanting to admit that I had chosen incorrectly. Mm -hmm. And I think anybody who's watching that who thinks that they're loyal and in love right now and attached, give yourself permission to just be like, oopsie. (laughs) Oof. Oops. Look at his face. (laughs) On Harlem, they talk about, you know, everybody needs a taxi backseat. Yeah. You know, we all need a taxi backseat. My entire Thursday, Thursday, 30s, 
Takes you back, see, okay? Takes you back, see. My entire 30s was a takes you back, see. But like yeah. you, and also I tell people, even when you have those situations, you even shouldn't feel bad about it because you had to yeah, learn. I don't feel bad. You had to figure but it out. But you're not going to know unless you learn. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Love and learn. But here's Love the thing, though. Learn. You can't learn from a mistake that you refuse to admit you made. True. So that's why I'm well, puritanical about not, yeah. That's why I'm puritanical <laughs> about not calling attachment love. Yeah, because that's me finding a way to like not admit that I was attached to not in love. But most people are not as emotionally evolved and intelligent as you to learn. Oh, you better come in like Blue, you know, give me agree. a. You know, I got praise king. Most what else? People, <laughs> most people, most people um, can't learn in real time like that, yeah, right? So hindsight is the best teacher for most folks, and the hindsight most of the time comes from a new experience that shows you yeah. what you thought you knew that you didn't know yeah. from the old one. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Uh, like most, we call that, they have yeah. access to folks like you to tell them about themselves. All I need all is Wi-Fi and us. That's it. <laughs> This, 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 this is what happened. Is it? Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, it's so fun when I have therapists take my workshops because the therapist is like, Blue's the coach. I'm the therapist. So there's a hierarchy. Friend, I really, the next, on the next <laughs> round, I'm in there. On the oh, next round, I'm in there. Let me tell you, I, the, I yes. really wanted to this time. It just, the, the you know, I wish you had the timing in the. This class, when I tell you, is lit. Can I do a speed round? No. I mean, you, if you round of classes, yeah, the emotional intelligence workshops. Oh. oh, hey guys, if you guys are interested, I do something called the Own Thy Shift emotional <laughs> intelligence workshop. It's good, y'all. It's, it's great. Good. Um, and the beauty of it is who heals the healers, right? Yeah. And the mm -hmm. reason why I love that I have so many alphas. When I tell you it's a bunch of alphas, <laughs> all the know-it-alls, all the everybody comes to me, they end up in that class mm. because they very rarely feel that they're meeting somebody who is confrontational and rigorous, mm. but not egocentric enough, who will push them, but doesn't need to be right. right. So, if, so in my class, there have been times where I've been like, huh, never thought of that, that's a great point. Who else did that resonate to, right? And I think my gift this season of my life is, I love being a safe space for the alphas. Because the alphas don't have safe spaces, friends. Yeah, you're both alpha, so I'm looking at you. And you're I was alpha. like, you've always been that for me. Friend. Yeah, no, the alphas, don't, <laughs> the alphas don't have safe spaces. It's tough. It's yeah. tough. It's tough. And not and not because you know, in order to be an alpha, I really do think you have to have a different relationship with vulnerability. So I yeah. don't think that it's tough for us because we are we lack vulnerability. I think it's tough for us because the world is less forgiving of the times that we have to come back to the well, yep. right? Mm -hmm. Less forgiving. And I think we even see that applied with, with even these discussions about Rihanna and comparisons to what this pregnancy looked like versus this pregnant performance looked like and right. all of these yeah. toxic, horrible things that we do when we compare one alpha top. walk versus another alpha walk. Yeah. We are much less forgiving of alphas who who do it differently or try a new thing or sure. fail or have to come back to replenish, we're much less forgiving. Because alpha to yeah. us means, if we're honest with ourselves, right? I think our definition of alpha is is constant. And I think that that's unfair. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's dehumanizing. Right. It's to you. And also, too, I always say, I'm not an alpha, guys. I'm alpha presenting. I feel like I'm alpha presenting, too. I'm a beta who just has a lot of bass in her voice and my brain works fast. Like, I'm actually... <laughs> but that I'm makes you an alpha in my a lot of rights. I mean, I think I know. What the tools that you use to navigate... My definition of alpha is the tools that you use to navigate your life, your yeah. circumstances. Mm -hmm. Either they are at average, above average, or below average. And Ooh, you operate with a set of, of elite tools. She said some of y'all I'm just saying, some now of these tools are not come. as sharp as they need to be to cut through what you need to in life, Yikes. right? And alpha is leadership. What do you... What do you do when you meet somebody 
who wants to be an alpha and you don't need it, but they're not able. <laughs> That's been happening to me a lot. Like, <laughs> we both want you to take the lead, friend, but you're not good at this. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah. what do you I mean, do when you, when you meet an you alpha be wannabe? Honest. Oh, you I mean, be honest and you, and, you, and you talk about, listen, there's two people in a boat. <laughs> one of us is going to stay one of, us, one of us is going to get us across the way oh and the other gosh. you know you might know, be good at singing songs to keep the other one oh not the other song swing low <laughs> you ain't you had to go on BHM with it could, uh, you know could you date someone who because I think beta men have a purpose too right like my mm -hmm. mom is super alpha yeah, but for her, it's more of a trauma response. I think she, I think if she mm. was more empowered, like I am, for yeah, she would admit that she was that that she was alpha presenting and actually a beta. Yeah, mm -hmm. but she's just kind of it's gonna die on this hill of being alpha, and her partner is beta presenting. But I think he actually wants to be alpha, but he realizes he can't stay in the house if he is. <laughs> <laughs> so, which makes him an alpha in his knowledge and understanding of yeah. it, and that's that's my. He's thing. like, I'm gonna have like, to sit this one if out. If you know your role and yeah. you know what you know, listen, I always talk. If you to know my, who the mortgage is under, I talk to my teams and my I talk to my teams, my staff. I talk all the time about 90th percentiles, right? Yeah. I try to get outside of the of the leader archetypes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Stay in your 90th percentile. If my 90th percentile is service because I can read and 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 see what's coming ahead, yeah. then alpha, beta, whatever, I'm, that's my 90th percentile. Get in where you fit in, ladies and gentlemen. That's my 90th percentile. But also, I think there's definitely something to be said about a man who allows a woman to be an alpha and there's not a power struggle. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've had, I, my man leave Shout me from to you, the, Pop. Shout my out to man you. leave me from the back. <laughs> Oh, have, this is what I'm saying. Wait, lead you, wait, wait. Lead you yeah, from the back. You. I know what you meant. I lead you from okay. the back. I'm gonna <laughs> say it sexually pause, so pause, make sure. Pause, pause for a second. Tune in. Kenya came on my show and said, "My man, lead me from the back." Lead me from the back. And y'all thought I wasn't gonna pause. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. He leads me from the back. And oh, here's what I'm saying. You walk through. She keeps you walk saying. Because Damn. ratings. I know how this shit works. You listening? <laughs> pew 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 pew. Are you listening? Kenya. <laughs> They're not used to me talking like this. Talk um, your shit, queen. No, but you know, lead from meaning. Meaning, it, height matters. Yes. Okay. Full circle moment. Mm -hmm. We're walking through a crowd. This is an analogy, but follow me. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's too. It's just giving. It's so All good. It it's giving. so good. I friend, you did right. There. Okay. <laughs> so you know, tall, tall, height matters. We're walking through a crowd. I'm in front. Most men, most men, will take your hand, go in front of you, right. And can't control what happens to you right. while you're following him. He can't yeah. control the people nabbing at you, yeah. the the men winking at you, or women winking at you. Right? Can't <laughs> they can't Ooh. they can't control any of that? Right? Except mm -hmm. an intelligent man mm -hmm. is like, no, baby, you go. A first. secure man, because you can a be secure, intelligent and still be emotionally fragile as fuck. An emotionally intelligent, evolved Please. human being who took the own thy shift workshop. <laughs> With blue to lose, man. I love you, friend. You go. You coming back? <laughs> Not I gotta right plug my friend's product. <laughs> we'll lead from. I'm, I'm just saying a metaphor, right? Yeah. But to say that, like that, to me, that was that was a leadership. When I experienced that for the first time, you got led from the back. I was like, wow. That I mean, it was just a different way of okay, because then he was completely. He could make eye contact. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he could. He could intervene when he needed to, or or be like, "You got this." Right. He also and didn't I don't need to be. He also didn't care about the optics and didn't lead to to, to peacock. And that, sure. and that, to me, is more alpha 
that to me is more alpha. I beta energy, it. beta energy to me is no me out front all the time, me doing all that. That's beta energy. Kenny just said that most of the men in LA are betas and don't know it. I'm um, born and I raised in a lot of California. There's a I lot of men. No, where you're raised and who's here is different. I'm talking about the transplants be the ones who be the betas the hardest. But the, but the, mm, oh, mm. it's a mixed bag. It's a mixed. Ooh, tell Lulu. Oh, I'm a transient. <laughs> right. No, I'm a transient, so I can only talk shit about the transients. Right. What's I gotta say about the locals? I born and raised here. Here's what I will say. Uh, all of my successful relationships have been from uh, with people who do are not born and raised in Southern California. Really? Yes. You like the transients, girl? And uh, listen, not the ones with the with the with the big dreams that ain't rooted in reality. I mean, we gotta we, <laughs> if we gotta. If you are 46 and trying to give out your mixtape, leave Kenya alone. You no, know, don't don't come over here. So what do you think, Lulu, about the transients versus the uh, the natives as far as dating? I I really feel like it's a mixed bag, like, like I said, and I, most of the men I've dated have been from Southern California, which is interesting. Really, you don't look pleased, friend. You look like you in pain. I, I run it's from not. that. <laughs> I'll take all of y'all. Okay, I'm like, what was your zip code? <laughs> right. Well, what part of California are you from? Oh, born and raised in Orange County, where they okay. make all the black people. Oh, okay, no. cool. That was sarcasm for anybody who's not from LA. That is not where they make all the black That's people. Not where they make it. But you know, yeah, where you need black Blue? family from Orange County. Blue's been to my famous house. Yeah, her Kenya's family is the real life Huxtables, <laughs> no Cliff, right? Like it is. It is so. I love your parents. Thank you. They love I, you. I was getting tipsy at a, at a function and saw Kenya's, and I was talking to somebody, and <laughs> they are socialites. Her parents, like, no, it was really like are. it was like Beyonce and Jay Z. They were like, is that Blue, and then I was like. And I'm like, I'm kicking up here getting drunk with Kenya's parents. At the same <laughs> time, my mama FaceTimes me to be like, is it, your friend Blue is here. I love your I'm mother so much. I'm not at the party. Your mom, yeah. I feel like we could get in trouble together. Like, oh, like, Davida, <laughs> Davida is a riot. I love She's mom names, Davida. Yeah. My mother's name, people can't even pronounce it because it's French. What Ma is it? Manot. 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 That means musical note in French or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, yes. let me tell y'all something. My mother is... Spicy but traditional. <laughs> I remember being like twelve, and yeah. she was. She said, "Ma chouchou," because she has a very thick accent, like Pepe Le Pew. Yeah. Ma chouchou, mon chéri, I need you to find the Playboy for me on the TV. And I was like, "Mom, that's really inappropriate that you want me." To. And she was like, "But I know you know where it is because I saw you watching it." I was like, "Oh well, this is just awkward." <laughs> My mother thought I was a prude and wanted me to be more sexual when I was younger. She thought I was prudish. Wow. She was a very spicy, mischievous. He, he, he. Like she, she's you know seventy six and still giggles. That's very non. <laughs> That's why I, I, like, why I like you. Why, why I like you, Lulu. You're my it's very non black American of her. It's yeah. very, it's very hot. But, it's <laughs> very hot but Caribbean of her. My mom. You know, mm. I've been the same height since sixth grade. Okay, and was, was super developed. And my mother, because this is what she knew to do for her. Yeah. Right. This behavior protected her yeah. at a time that she needed protection when nobody else was there to protect her. So I don't fault her. Mm -hmm. right. I said this to her face, but you know. She was hyper aware and very concerned at all times. What, what, I don't, what making sure I could be a what years prude. were you a teenager? What were your teenage years? Because I feel like the errors matter too. Oh no, girl, we we are only a couple of years apart. It matters. What years do you claim? I don't know how cognizant you <laughs> what are. What years do you claim? <laughs> we are, there's some folks who I think should be claiming my stuff who act like they're younger and I'm gonna give them that. I'm right. Gonna let them have no, that. no, no late 90s. 90s. Yeah, late, yeah, 90s. Late you, 90s. You said late 90s. I was already in college. See, so let me tell y'all something. Black don't crack. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm younger than you. I'm, I'm younger than I'm you, the, but I ain't I'm no spring always, chicken. Okay, so can you think it's a late spring? <laughs> it's like mid May. <laughs> okay, okay it's just a late spring. Ninety to two thousand. So, mm -hmm. see, by the, that's why I asked because I was a teenager 
for the for the nineties. Uh huh. Like yeah. me and Aaliyah were teenagers at the same time. Yeah, nineties. Nah. Yeah. Exactly. So those couple of years matter. And what was interesting is back then everybody was dressing baggy because of the era. Yeah. So we were all dressed like vagabonds, right? Just big sure. old shirts and whatnot. Yeah, but there was a di- there was the there was the dichotomy. There was though. no there was there a was, dichotomy, was the... but, but we used to choose. So you could either be the escape girl mm-hmm. or the girl who was walking around with her vulva right. hanging out. <laughs> I, was, I was the first girl, and my mother was like, "My shushu, you're gonna look like a panda because your titties are gonna get light." <laughs> Funny enough, <laughs> oh my god! One of my first boyfriends, he was like, "Why are your titties so light skin?" Because I tan. I'm cu- I'm Haitian and Cuban. I tan a lot. So my my breasts were like three or four shades lighter than the rest of me because I would always cover it up. <laughs> Lulu, that's look at Lulu's face. She's like, hmm. But that's how modest I was. There were, yeah. I had a farmer's tan from yeah. how much I was covering up. And she was like, baby, you're never going to find a husband if you're always covered up. <laughs> that does not feel very American to me. That feels like a very like Latin American Caribbean thing to say, show off them tits I, I, you inherited from me so you can get you a husband. <laughs> I, that Never did I ever hear that. Your mother ever. never told you to show it off never. while you still got <laughs> to it? Day. Really? To this day. You were at my house and she that's had an true. issue. She had an issue with the shirt I was wearing, child. My mother's biggest compliment is on my own you're sexy. Show. Like if you're pretty, she won't say you're pretty because you're sexy. That's awesome. She was like, oh my God, your little cousin looks so sexy. She is <laughs> 16, mom. We cannot call her that. She looks so my mother loves the word sexy. Wow. Ooh, I like it. Well, too. That, that's sexy. But, but but going Lulu, back. You, you remember my mother. I feel like I'm working through my mom's issues with Lulu with my friend. But I love this. I love that the conversation organically went here because we've been talking about pretty versus sexy, right? And I think as mm-hmm. we talk about and celebrate another black woman for the agency in which she flexes and the space Lord that up, she takes up. up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I, I feel like more of us should compliment each other on Absolutely. how sexy But you got to mean it, are. though. You got to mean it. I hate fake compliments. And be specific about it, because if we <laughs> no, can agree seriously. that sexy can mean different things, that yeah. sexy is a, is a it's spectrum. It's yeah. aura. Right? Mm-hmm. They, have all these, they have all these, you know, specific, you know, rules around, you know, prettiness and, and sy- symmetry in the face. And, yeah. You know what I mean? All of those, met- outside of that, yeah. sexy is this beautiful... It's democratic as fuck. Right. Yeah. yeah. Sexy right? is democratic. And it, and it changes, I think, with what we expect or have grown to expect as uh, standard behavior in yeah. society. The sure. more women like us continue to push the... The envelope. I love when you talk your shit, Kenya. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm just saying, the more we do, then then we help to expand the definition of what is sexy. Sexy is bold. You yeah, know what I mean? Is. And yeah. that and let's say what you want, bring out a bitch, you bold. Okay. <laughs> Rihanna's bold. That as was hell. bold. So now if we're and talking, sexy as hell. We're we're first of all, it's Valentine's Day. How perfect is it that we're having this conversation on I Valentine's love this. Day? So we talked about how we loved Rihanna. And everything that she does because she's sexy. She's yeah. pretty, but sexy is her superpower. Sexy is her jam. Right? And because I don't want anybody to be like, oh, you say Rihanna was pretty. And I said Rihanna is her superpower. Is she's sex- gorgeous. Her, it's her yeah. sexiness, right? Sexy. And I also love the fact that she's in a relationship with someone who was her friend first and understands the full gamut of her personality yeah. and is opting in fully aware of what he's getting into. Yeah. And he acts like he feels like the luckiest man alive because he kind of is. He kind of is. But the performance itself, not not but, and the performance itself, we said, we all said we loved it. So I'm wearing this shirt, guys. If you guys can see, I'm wearing a Prince t-shirt because I feel like if we have any conversations around the top three to five uh, Super Bowl performances of all time, I'm not even going to ask you who number one is because I do believe it has to be Prince singing Purple Rain in the rain. <laughs> We've never had God as a co-host. On a Super Bowl show. Like, God showed up to make Prince in Purple Rain <laughs> in the rain. You're never going to tell me that's not number one, right? So, I love y'all. We're not asking what number one is. What would two through five be for y'all? Because that's <laughs> because number one is Prince. 
Okay, I agree with Prince. Um, I agree with Prince. I, and he's I a Gemini, think, so you, that's your fellow Gemini brother. Oh, I love me some Prince. <laughs> Absolutely. I think Michael Jackson, 1993, that's what that I was man say. was yep. teleporting. Yep. And he involved the audience in a it's uh, Michael Jackson. card trick. It's Michael Jackson. At the end yeah. of the... Okay, that was very top, top, top. And then it's my Michael second Jackson. my second one is Me 2016. Third. Prince is first. Well, you asked my other two. Okay. So, my yes, the third on my list, because Prince was Prince was number one. In the rain, in heels. <laughs> Put some, listen. That uh, man was not of this world. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, um, my, my, my third on my list is uh, uh, Bruno, Beyonce, Coldplay. Which is number three on the on the most watched. I just call that Beyonce, so that's very democratic of you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, I think I think Beyonce was, had a party crashers, but yes, mm -hmm. I think I think it was an, uh, from a. I can't ever take off my marketing brain, right? Oh, my absolutely. production, my, my marketing brain, and I think that that was an intelligently, again, intelligently produced show um, for a lot of different. It was reasons. also the blackest Super Bowl performance we ever. Seen. She had very black. She was, was dressed like black. a black panther with bullets down her vest. It was very yeah. black, and also paying homage to Michael Jackson. Yeah, yes. and yeah. all that. And all that hair was nappy. I love it. I, I love I nappy. By the way, one of my favorite it. Rihanna lines ever is on Twitter. Remember when Rihanna used to be on Twitter? Yeah. She's too rich now to, to talk to us. But when Rihanna was on Twitter all the <laughs> Rihanna, time. Rihanna, go to spill. <laughs> we're going to talk about that in the next episode. Go to spill. So when Rihanna was on Twitter, somebody was like, Rihanna, why your hair be nappy in some of these shots when they catch you? She's like, you, bitch, I'm black. Bitch, I'm black. That's why. <laughs> okay. okay. Because bitch, I'm black. And so right. I feel like. And my kitchen got beady bees. Okay. <laughs> bitch, I'm black. Lulu, what are yours? Your, your, your top. A two through five. It's literally the same thing she said. Oh, like, look, look at it consensus, like, consensus yeah. in the crew. And I too agree. <laughs> uh, look at us. Three peas in a sexy pod. And I, I was it. talking to my friend about this the other day because she was like, I know you a Beyonce stand. And I'm like, I just love how black she shows up in like really white spaces. Yeah. Like I love how she like yeah. lean in like, oh, Super Bowl, Black Panther. Oh, Coachella, HBCU homecoming. Yep. Like, I'm about to shove this down your throat but right again, now. But she had, to be rich enough, she had to be rich enough to do that, though. Sure, but yeah. at the end, agency. she's like, you gotta get your coin she's up like, who first. Check me, boo? But she yeah. never needed the music me? patronage in order to do that, and yeah. I think that's the difference, right? Yeah. How many artists do we find, how many creatives do we find out here wanting to be as bold, but knowing that they depend on this one? She was always like, I'm diversified. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly. Yeah, yeah. So even if you don't mess with me over here, you go I'm gonna get you. Yeah. <laughs> I I love Beyonce. I love I love Rihanna. I love us. Um, one of the items that didn't get um, talked about, so maybe the spirit of blackness is what stopped it, was I was gonna talk about how um I might, you know, do a little swirl for tra tra Travis Kelsey. Um, I think he's very attractive. <laughs> he reminds me of John B. from the '90s, but Careful, like he likes the with a strong back. And then, like, no, he has a black to... girlfriend. That's why I really like him. Uh, a lot. Had I was about to say, I thought they broke up. They broke up. I feel like he years. still got black girls on his DMs. Oh, sure. You know he does. You know yeah, he's in Travis black girl's Kelsey DMs right now. Who do you think is validating that stanky leg that he did uh, in the first quarter? <laughs> his brother, who looks a lot like him, so not attractive to me. They're different. Yeah, they are different. Y'all being diplomatic. Okay. Um, one look corn fed, the other one look like he like he They're goes different. to the black barber shop. Well, they you know play, what? they play different positions, which causes for different body types. You're talking about their face. The um, face their faces are a little bit they're, they were cute hard. kids. Their mom got their mom was so cute. Their mother she is who was so sweet. Yeah. yeah. Just so sweet. Well, you know, one one fact though, I know we I know we I know we coming to a close. The, the like, producers looking at me like, girl. I, <laughs> I feel like though we it, we cannot mention Prince though without did y'all know that Prince performed with FAMU, the FAMU band? 
No. See, this is why we have to end on in Black History Month. Oh, we're, we're, we're showing Prince facts. Prince has helped some of your favorites through uh, their bankruptcies. When um, Lauren Hill was going through something, he called everybody. Said, "Who else can help me help Lauren?" And her babies got out of the tax problem. When Tony Braxton was having problems, he helped her and offered to let Come her on. open for him. I love Prince that. is like we know. I know crowdfunding. We talk, we talk about Gemini's and we talk shit about them because they're they're considered the world's least like you sign. Said- <laughs> You said what? Gemini's <laughs> are the world's least like sign. When Beyonce was pregnant with twins who were going to be Gemini's, mm-hmm. a petition was out for her a to- gift to, to the world. They asked her to induce labor and not have more Gemini's in the world. <laughs> Simpletons so, cannot exp- understand Look, 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 look upset. Our producer might be that a Gemini as well. As somebody who's a Taurus with the Gemini rising, I too understand <laughs> that Gemini's need love. And we're going to get into that. You're the most here. Gemini presenting non-Gemini I know. No, I'm a Gemini rising. All the I'm a time. Gemini rising and I'm supposed to be Gemini presenting. Okay. So you're, you guys, fun fact for those astrology okay. folks, your rising sign is how you present. Okay, so my rising so a, is a Scorpio. I'm a Gemini rising, so I present like a Gemini. You are a... That's why you always forget I'm a Gemini? Yeah, yeah. Because no, I'm a Scorpio no, rising? No, I, I was mentioned that you're a Gemini, but you won't be feeling like one though. You feel more like a Scorpio than a Gemini to me. Do I? Yeah. That's deep. We're going to get into that conversation. <laughs> okay. Lula, what's your rising sign? Leo. Oh, that makes total sense. <laughs> it's like me, I pretty Ooh, party, yay! <laughs> I love this, you guys. This was a great episode. Before we wrap up, because it's a Valentine's Galentine's episode, yes. I think I'm going to call this episode uh, "Sexiness is Democratic" because that feels like the overarching theme. I love that. If you had to write instructions to a Valentine about how to love you right in one mm. sentence, what would it be? Who in wants to go one first? Sentence. One sentence. Come on, PR. I know you guys. Are, <laughs> That's you your new nickname. <laughs> uh, one sentence. Man, patience is still coming up for me. You know, be patient. Be patient with me. Please, Please be patient with me. Give me the grace uh, to be who I am and and be who I'm who I'm becoming. It's beautiful. How about you, Lulu? <laughs> Lulu. <laughs> Look, I love that I, the the juxtaposition of all three of us together. I love this for me. Oh yeah. my God. I have, just a quick sidebar. I have a girlfriend and her son is three. He calls me <laughs> I might start cute. calling you that, but continue. <laughs> Only if you're going to hit it high pitch like right. that. I cannot. I need that I falsetto. Have a, I have a rich voice. <laughs> we got some nice I was, I was, I was, I was in a nice chocolate right. home. I was in the, the choir nice growing up tones. and they put me in the boys choir. I sound like Tony Braxton. <laughs> Yeah. What what are your instructions for Valentine's Day? Um, patience is huge for me too. And just know that, you know, my heart is always in the right place and just love me honestly. Yeah. Mine would be be consistent and trust my heart because I'm a real ass bitch. (laughs) No, right. Well, that concludes our first Valentine's episode of Humanized. I freaking adore you. Uh, Thank you for having me on. Please Lou. let them know where Thank they can you, find Lou. you. Where, where can they find you, Kenya? Um, at Kenya T. Parham on all socials. That's K-E-N-Y-A-T-P-A-R-H-A-M. And I'll tag her, guys, in case you didn't catch <laughs> yeah. that. How about you, Lulu? Um, Lulu, Lou underscore Lou19 on Instagram. And you guys know I'm at Bluecentric um, mm-hmm. on all platforms. And also, guys, at Bluecentric and at Blue Toulouse are my only only Instagram handles. For some reason, someone's been going around pretending to be me and now has more <laughs> followers as me. 
Um, so the fake blue has more followers than the real blue. It's very awkward. <laughs> so awkward. at Blue Centric and at Blue Toulousma, not at Blue Centrics with an S at the end or two C's or two, three I's. Just blue. Blue Centric. Yes, like Centric, <laughs> Blue Centric or Everybody at Meta, I'm going to need my girl to get a blue check. Somebody, right. I'm going to have this conversation Legit. again, all right? I'm, I'm tired of fighting you. with my doppelganger. And you guys know, as always, we're all just human beings doing human shit. If you love this episode, please like and subscribe. And these two will be back. Don't bother asking me. And if you have comments, try to use the comments section <laughs> and not my text and dms all right love you for watching be gentle with yourselves bye bye that thank was you so Blue. fun this was, fun. was that not fun i had a great time we have a whole other hour left so i'm happy oh my god this is wonderful <laughs> i'm gonna need more red bull you girl i bought you the long can thank you <laughs> i got you the longer can. i thought i saw when your body tense stuff you're like wait a minute <laughs> wait i got it Blue, are you the only one here with no gemini in your chart no yeah Hey there, fabulous souls. I'm Stephanie Baklaan. And I'm Eden Alpert. And we're the hosts of the brand new podcast, Unapologetically Fab. Get ready to join us on an amazing and real journey as we dive into life after 40 and own it. We're all about changing the narrative, leaning into who you are, and living a life by your own design. Join us as we embrace life unapologetically and redefine success. This is Unapologetically Fab. An electric cast production. See you there. Electric Hi, I'm Mark. And I'm Peter. We're the founders of Electricast Media, bringing you great podcasts like Nightmare Road Stories, Tech Talk Revolution, and Bodacious Minds. Electricast networks include Ruby for female empowerment, the best business network, and GPN for geopolitics. We built this company to create community and amplify diverse voices, and we really appreciate your support. So, keep listening to Electricast podcasts and hear the culture. Electricast. Electricast.